When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining me now is, well, one of my favorite people in the entire world, Kimberly Guilfoyle. You remember Kimberly from Fox Television, but now she is the star of the Kimberly Guilfoyle show on Rumble, where she is racking up enormous following. Uh, I just noticed, uh, Kimberly, that a show we did earlier this week had 245,000 downloads and growing every single day. So you have mastered uh, this new medium, and I'm very grateful that you can join us today on The Roger Stone Show. Yeah, well, you know, we uh, love when you come on because all of the viewers and the listeners love Roger Stone, just like President Trump does. So it's always a pleasure to be on with you, my friend. Now, people do, who don't know you don't know that you are not only an accomplished attorney, but you are also a prosecutor uh, in Los Angeles and in San Francisco, uh, yeah. that you had a extraordinary track record of convictions, that you were very famous for giving your summations, which I'm told were legendary, without a single note. So taking off your political hat for a moment and just looking at that at this as an attorney, what do you think of these recent charges that have been filed by Special Counsel Jack Smith against President Donald Trump in the District of Columbia? Yeah, I mean, this is, um, you know, it's, it's a pile on at this point, uh, Roger. They're just doing anything they can because they're scared to death to be able to go up against this guy at the ballot box. They want to suppress his supporters, his donors, uh, the enthusiasm, the momentum for President Trump and his candidacy. But I think, as you and I have discussed, you know, it really is backfiring in spectacular fashion because Trump is up by 40 points in, uh, you know, many uh, head-to-head contests with, you know, in the primary against all these opponents. He's crushing Ron DeSantis, is way, way in the rearview mirror, uh, choking on Trump's dust, literally. And uh, and and Ron has only himself to blame for that, of course, in his... Um, you know, uh, the leeches that are the political consultants that have been uh, bleeding him dry and giving him bad advice and ruining his political career. But um, people can be responsible, you know, for their own choices. Uh, Meanwhile, Trump is just really crushing it. And I'm telling you, this is not just, oh, you know, the MAGA base, the America First people. This is people who are libertarians, independents, even Democrats that I talk to, as painful as it is to speak to them, they say, this is unbelievable what is happening in this country. And Jack Smith has no credibility whatsoever. Uh, we'll be expecting something now, you know, in Georgia, too. We'll just have to wait for something else to come out against, you know, the Bidens. And then, of course, that indictment will drop. It's always just like that. And uh, people see through it. Um, what I think these, uh, you know, these guys don't get is as crazed as they are. And really, it is true. We always used to talk about years ago, you know, Trump derangement syndrome. They've all got it. And they don't realize that this base strongly supports President Trump, that these witch hunts are appalling, that the public is aghast over what is happening. 
And these don't have any credibility in and of themselves, factually speaking, legally speaking, but also the fact that they're just piling them on. It's sort of just overkill to the point where you're like, okay, nothing to see here, folks, and just another day, another Tuesday, and another indictment. And that's how it's ending up being. Um, They're trying to just, you know, preoccupy the president, bury him in legal bills and in motion work and in appearances and all of the above to try to, like, keep him off the trail. But, you know, it's just not working. And I think people have really expressed uh, well-deserved disdain for Merrick Garland uh, and for Jack Smith and, you know, for Alvin Bragg um, and these people that are just, you know, hell-bent. Uh, with this bloodlust against, you know, President Trump. But I think he's handled it well. And I'm curious to hear what you have to say about this, because the way he's approached it, I think, is very smart in the press, where he has said, look, you know, they're after, um, you know, me because they're after you. And it is an honor to stand and, you know, take this and push through and persevere because he's doing it for us. And I think that 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 resonates. I think it's good messaging. I must say, I spoke to him on the phone this morning, and he was cool as a cucumber. I mean, it's just amazing the strength uh, of this guy. A lesser man. Look, I've been in the crosshairs. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, And I've had some some very dark days. Uh, Donald Trump doesn't seem to ever get depressed. He didn't ever seem to, he can get angry because of the injustice of it, but I think that's understandable. But he's mm-hmm. amazingly resolute. He's amazingly determined. He's amazingly optimistic. I mean, uh, he's very even keeled. It's, it's the do- same Donald Trump that I knew 45 years ago. People say, has he changed? No, he really hasn't changed. He's an optimist. Uh, he's a warrior. Uh, he is, uh, he's got a great sense of humor. People don't know that. He's also a regular guy. In other words, he, the one thing Ron DeSantis, uh, our governor here in Florida, and boy, nobody worked harder to put him across than you did, Kimberly. You stumped yeah, for that guy. Uh, and yes, now he says, uh, and now he says, uh, oh, he would have won without the support of Donald Trump. That <laughs> is a fairy what tale. A, what, a, what a bold-faced lie. You know what I can't stand? I can't stand people who just lie outright. The no, You know, the numbers and the polling and where he was, he was going to get smashed, like done, forget it, not a chance to win. And Trump stepped in and turned the whole thing around. And we put all our resources all our time into being in the field with him to campaign, to raise money, to do everything and at least be honorable enough to tell the truth and say, yes, I'm very grateful for the support and for all the effort that went behind, you know, my candidacy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So now he's saying he, can, he just did it all his own. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's really, and people who don't live in Florida really don't know the history of this, but Ron DeSantis was a fairly unknown congressman with a fairly uh, indistinguished record. Uh, he was at 7% in the polls. The state agriculture commissioner, who was also a popular congressman, Adam Putnam, had the active support of every single one of the 67 county Republican chairmen in the state of Florida, every single elected Republican in the state house uh, and in the state Senate, endorsed Adam Putnam. Every member of the Republican congressional delegation, with the exception of Matt Gates, endorsed Adam Putnam. Uh, Ron DeSantis was out of money, out of time, out of ideas. Uh, what the President Trump has said is absolutely true. Ron came to uh, President Trump with tears in his eyes, 
begged for an endorsement. Uh, and because the president had seen uh, Ron DeSantis on Fox and had heard him on conservative radio defending the president uh, in the Russian collusion hoax, and the president was unaware of the fact that in 2016 uh, that Ron DeSantis declined to even endorse Donald Trump after he was the Republican nominee uh, of the convention. He kept insisting that they were running independently. He never endorsed Trump, but he saw his main chance to, to elevate his profile. Uh, I, I like the fact that he that he defended the president on the Russian collusion hoax, but Donald Trump decided to give the guy a chance. Uh, and it really was like a thermonuclear bomb. I mean, DeSantis's candidacy took off like a rocket. He left Adam Putnam, who's not a bad guy, uh, not an America first Republican, more of a, an establishment Republican, but he left him in the dust. Uh, and then he was locked in an extraordinarily difficult general election. Susie Wiles, who is now uh, chief of staff for President Trump, one of the most capable women in American politics, came in to save Ron DeSantis, took over his general election campaign because Ron had been nominated really as a media phenomena, uh, really solely uh, on the endorsement of Donald Trump. She whipped that campaign into shape. But what really dragged Ron DeSantis over the finish line uh, was the fact that Donald Trump changed his schedule in the last two weeks to stage three very successful rallies in strategic parts of the state for Ron DeSantis and literally dragged him uh, over the finish line. Also, I think, was crucial in the very, very close election of Rick Scott to the U.S. Senate. Uh, so people who don't live in Florida, they don't know that story. Uh, and early on, when I told people that, that Governor DeSantis was going to challenge President Trump, People told me that I was being ridiculous. Quit splitting, splitting the movement. Why are you, why are you dividing us? They said. Well, I'm a pretty shrewd judge of political character. In this case, personal character. If Ron DeSantis had simply waited his turn, he might have had some prospect to be president. I think, and the poll numbers reflect this. If this primary were held in Florida today in Florida, where both men live, Donald Trump would beat Ron DeSantis by almost 30 points in his home state. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Uh, it is counterintuitive here, but it seems to be absolutely true. And Kimberly asked you to comment on this, that every time the president is indicted in one of these, I think, transparently politically motivated, fabricated indictments, he not only gets stronger, but he pulls in tens of thousands, even millions of dollars in small and tiny donations, small and, and middle-sized donations. Trump's has never, ever, since I have known him and since he got into politics, has never been the toast of the financial elite, never been the toast of Wall Street, never been the toast of the hedge fund managers, never been the, the candidate uh, of the wealthy globalists, uh, never been the candidate of the Republican establishment. His entire movement, our movement, the movement in which Kimberly Guilfoyle is one of the undisputed and outspoken leaders, the America First movement, 
is funded by the $100 donations, the $25 donations, the $50 donations. By my calculations, I actually think it is possible, uh, given his reliance on big donors, many of whom are maxed out, and many of whom reportedly have now turned off the spigot, I think Ron DeSantis, at his current burn rate, uh, could be out of money by October 1st. How is the fundraising going for President Trump? Yeah. So I think that's totally right, because just, you know, you know, I used to be in the national finance, um, get a chair for the president for the campaign. He's burning through money like a bonfire. Um, It's out of control. And somebody said to me just recently, they expect that DeSantis will get out of the race and drop out in October. What do you think? Well, he's going to be out of cash. I, I don't know how he, he backs down when his campaign slogan is never back down. But he's now at the point where he's hurting himself uh, in his home state. He, he's really limiting his future. Look, this is a pretty big story today. But Laura Loomer discovered that Ron DeSantis sent $1 million to the Speaker of the House for a brand new super PAC that the Speaker formed days after the Florida State Legislature changed the state law, amended state election law, to allow Ron DeSantis to remain in state office, governor, while running for federal office. No other person in the state of Florida can do that. So if I were in the state legislature, let's say, and I wanted to run for Congress, I would have 10 days to resign from my state office uh, before I could launch my federal candidacy. Uh, It is very clear to me that this smells to me like a bribe. Million dollars, a lot of money. But it came from one of Ron DeSantis' political committees to the Speaker of the Florida House, and it's quid pro quo. I think it smells very bad. Uh, The governor's term then here in in the state of Florida ends in 2026. He is term limited. He cannot run for a third term. The Florida State Constitution does not allow it. There's not a Senate race in this state. There's one this year. Rick Scott is running for re-election. Rick Scott will be re-elected. Rick Scott, in my opinion, would be a great choice to replace Mitch McConnell as Republican leader in the Senate. That would be a great day, wouldn't it? I'd love that, yeah. I I would, too. It's time to ditch Mitch. President Trump called this one first. Ditch Mitch. Sounds like a bumper sticker to me. (laughs) It is is really, I think, now a situation where Ron will be out of money uh, and therefore the option of of stopping now, warehousing the money that he has uh, in these super PACs, which presumably he still controls, putting it aside uh, and waiting till 2028, I don't even think he can do that. Uh, I know a lot of people, a guy you know, I won't say his name, fellow you know, Kimberly, he gave $30,000 to the friends of Ron DeSantis. He thought he was supporting the governor's re-election to the governorship, as I did. That money went to a super PAC called Friends of Ron DeSantis, which was a state entity. Then the name of that organization was changed to some totally generic name. And then $83 million from that fund was transferred to a super PAC that is designed to oppose Donald Trump, 
uh, and to support Ron DeSantis. Now, my friend in Palm Beach, who's a self-made businessman, retired, uh, you know, living the good life. Uh, his wife has some health problems. He's a great guy. Uh, he feels like he's been defrauded. He he wants his $30,000 back. He's a lover and supporter of President Donald Trump. That's not what he gave Ron DeSantis the money for. Uh, and uh, because the Federal Election Commission has a 3-3 split, you can never expect any adjudication of serious legal issues there. Ron may get away uh, with having transferred that money. However, right now they're burning through it. Uh, if he were smart, he would drop out now, warehouse that money, which is perfectly legal, uh, and use it for a future presidential campaign. But I think he has turned off so many in the MAGA base uh, that I, I think he's danged himself for the long term. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, the new polls came out and Make America Great Again PAC put out that uh, Ron DeSantis drops to third place, Roger, in national GOP survey. So now he is behind Vivek Ramaswamy. I mean, my God. So the writing is on the wall here. He's burning cash. He's losing momentum. He's damaged himself politically. This was not smart at all. He should have just been like gluing himself velcroing him to the MAGA magic of Donald Trump and prepared for 2028 to earn that endorsement to be the front runner. He did no such thing. And I think, and President Trump has said to me, you know, that he's going to be too damaged to even run again in 2028. I think if he was smart and he was listening, if he's listening to this show, he should drop out, like you're saying, take the advice of the great Roger Stone and get it together. And try to rebuild reputation uh, and standing and political goodwill and do the right thing. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do that. I have predicted, and maybe he has a chance. That's it. I have predicted on this show, uh, stick to my prediction, that at the end of his uh, term, uh, that, uh, that Ron DeSantis' wife, uh, Jill Casey DeSantis, will run for governor. Uh, I saw someplace... This week, I think it was in Politico, where he openly mused about, you know, I don't think she's interested, but if she ever did run, you'd have a very hard time beating her in a Republican primary. Uh, to me, that's a that's a tacit admission that this idea is is on the drawboards that that I think uh, the governor and his wife have become so addicted uh, to the lifestyle, to the Political adulation. Uh, look, in 1976, when I was working for Ronald Reagan. I said this uh, uh, elsewhere on the show. When we got low on money, Ronald Reagan and his wife traveled commercial to our rallies. But the DeSantis is uh, burned through millions of dollars for private jets uh, when they should have been using that money for voter contact. I saw one of the officials at uh, one of his super PACs say, we have $100 million uh, and we have the best ground game. Ground game? How do you turn out votes for a candidate that many voters have never heard of and the voters who have heard of him have a, a mixed review of? Uh, so uh, I think he has done extraordinary damage to himself. Kimberly, you were one of the absolute stars at Fox News. That's where I first met you. You're still my favorite there at all of all time. We still have a few friends inside the building. Uh, this upcoming Fox uh, debate uh, to which uh, all the other Republicans uh, have been invited, and I think they have all accepted. Do you think, just your personal opinion,
Do you think uh, President Trump has anything to be gained by going to this debate? Honestly, I really don't. I really don't. I tend to agree with them. People, you know, and, and everyone knows Trump isn't a guy who's like afraid or intimidated or scared. He's, you know, a master strategist and he's got great instincts. OK. And as you have seen and the world has seen, he's great at these debates. They're unbelievable. The only thing that would be worth watching for Fox is if he, in fact, did debate. Otherwise, that whole thing is just going to be milk toast and completely boring and ridiculous. So why would he get up there and debate any of these people? You know, so they can try to pile on him or sit one gotcha moment or whatever. No, I don't think there's anything to gain. And no offense, like, why are we even in this primary? I think it's kind of beneath him, to be honest. He's, you know, the former president of the United States who did a phenomenal job, one of the best presidents we have ever had, ever by far in this country. And um, I think it's just beneath him. I think operate from a position of strength. Let all those guys kill each other. And that's it. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Yeah, I kind of liked his comment that uh, he'd be watching the debate because he considered it like an audition to be for vice VP, president. Yeah, yeah. Very, totally. very, very clever. I think that was very clever. Look, I, I that argued good. I, that... I think we concur, right? Yes, I totally agree. With one exception, uh, Chris Christie's at 2% in the polls. I don't really know what he's doing. His entire campaign is based on hate and revenge. He has no plan for America. Uh, he couldn't he couldn't even carry New Jersey today. His poll ratings in New Jersey are horrific. Uh, this I saw they gave him 35 minutes on CNN the other night uh, in which all he did was uh, uh, was attack Donald Trump uh, and make it very clear that he's prepared to send how as many billions more to Ukraine uh, as they want without any uh, any tether on that money. I mean, Rand Paul, who I really admire a lot, sponsors an amendment in the U.S. Senate after they pass these massive billion-dollar payouts to Ukraine for the war effort, asking that they put an inspector general in charge of that money to keep an eye on where it's going, and that's defeated under the leadership of Mitch McConnell. Why would any senator, Republican or Democrat, not want to know where our tax dollars are going, not want to know whether it's being skimmed off the top by crooked Ukrainian politicians, whether some of it's even making its way back to the United States. But Chris Christie, he, he's all in on the war in Ukraine. He visited Ukraine last week. That explains the food shortages, I think. Yeah, I mean, this, this is the thing, you know. Um, I, I'm also just very curious to see going forward 
you know, who remains to be smart about how they're handling everything with President Trump? Um, I think the vet, I hear a lot of people really like him um, and how he's handling it, that he's been very supportive about to the president, as well as Tim Scott's been playing it smart. Not Chris Christie. Yeah, that's just a that's just a nasty act of revenge. He's not a he's not a serious candidate. Uh, 12, 2012 was his year. Uh, he took a pass. Uh, he uh, then tried to get on the ticket with Mitt Romney. That didn't work. Then he wanted to get on the ticket with Donald Trump. I'd like to remind people, uh, had that happened and the George Washington Bridge scandal broke that October, he would have scuttled the entire ticket. Uh, his lawyer in that, by the way, Christopher Ray, your current FBI director, mm-hmm. represented Chris Christie in the George Washington bid closing scandal. Uh, interesting little factoid there. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not even sure why he's running. Tim Scott really has impressed me, I must say. Uh, if, and this has happened traditionally in American politics, people who realize that sometimes you have to run for president more than one time to get nominated. Some realize that you run for president to position yourself for the ticket. Uh, if, and I don't know this to be the case, but if that is what Tim Scott has in mind, I think he's handling himself extraordinarily well. Mm-hmm. I think so too, by the way. He's, he's being a class act. People like him. You don't hear anybody trashing or being upset with him. He's not angering the base because Trump's followers and the base, um, they have a long memory for this. And, you know, people say, oh, well, what percentage of, you know, did you really find out what percentage of the Republican, um, you know, voters and base is really Trump's base? You know, how would anyone figure that out? I know what he's talking about. Look at the Republican primary and how many people are voting and supporting Trump in the polls. Like, come on, he's running away with it. That's how many. It's not Mitch McConnell's party, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that that is uh, absolutely, absolutely true. Uh, tell me your impression of the candidacy of Nikki Haley. I, I, it's another one I can't figure out, but maybe you have some insights. I don't know. She was like the first in to go. I mean, I think no one's even talking about her. I think she's like, largely, you know, irrelevant. But I will tell you this. President Trump is not picking her. <clears throat> I would think not. I would think not. Yeah, you, he has uh, no interest in that whatsoever. Do you, do you have a it's very, very early. People ask me this constantly. Who will Trump take for vice president? First of all, implicit in that question is a recognition that Trump will be the Republican nominee. I think that is absolutely true. Uh, All he needs is one more indictment and he'll lock it up because it is counterintuitive. Every time uh, they uh, there's more bad news in Biden land, whether it is uh, cocaine found at the White House or uh, evidence of wires directly from the Ukrainian energy company to Joe and Hunter Biden. By the way, Andrea Mitchell of uh, NBC says uh, these are unfounded uh, ev- uh, uh, rumors of corruption by the Bidens. That's unfounded. Evidently, she can't read. Uh, it's really hard to understand. But it, it is it is interesting. It's kind of a tit for tat thing. Every time there is any inkling of, of new revelations about the epic corruption of the Bidens, we're talking about extortion. We're talking about bribery. We're talking about money laundering talking about influence peddling. Uh, We're talking about multi-million dollar payments from Ukraine, from China, from Russia, from Romania. Every time there is uh, new breaking news, well, don't look over there, folks. Look over here. It's a new indictment of Donald Trump. 
I've looked extensively at this Georgia phone call. I've re- I've listened to the entire audio. I've read the entire transcript. It's tedious, by the way. It is absolutely yeah. clear that Donald Trump did nothing whatsoever wrong. He didn't tell the Secretary of State to go out and find or manufacture, uh, you know, 18,000, or pardon me, 11,870 ballots, I think it is. He told the Secretary of State, you have already inadvertently counted that number of illegal ballots. And he breaks it down. Convicted felons, people who are deceased, people who are who are no longer live in the state. Uh, but they have bastardized this. They have misrepresented it to the American people. I think that which does not kill Donald Trump merely makes him stronger. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And I think they're being honest. They didn't know that it would have these unintended consequences that have actually just served to propel his candidacy, um, his policies, uh, the momentum, the enthusiasm. And they weren't counting on this. And like you and I have discussed before, you know, their plan was, okay, let's go ahead and um, do this and we'll jump in. I think DeSantis thought that's what he was going to do and that Trump was going to get crippled by legal problems, lawfare, um, indictments, you know, the globalists and the uniparty to the point where he was going to have to drop out or that his numbers would, would fall dramatically. None of that has happened. So break all your big plans, folks, because it backfired. All right, we're out of time. Kimberly, tell people where folks can see the Kimberly Guilfoyle show every day. All right, so you can see my show, download the Rumble app, and subscribe to my channel and to my friend Roger Stone and my sweetheart Donald Trump Jr. I am on every Monday and Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern live, and it's a great show. Make sure you do it. Check it out and tell your friends about it. We have fabulous guests like the one and only the greatest Roger Stone on there. And you'll learn a lot. You'll get the inside stuff because you're not going to get it from the mainstream media. That's for sure. But we'll tell you the truth and give you the facts. All right. This has been the Roger Stone, Kimberly Guilfoyle Mutual Admiration Society meeting. Kimberly Guilfoyle, thank you so much for joining us on the Roger Stone Show here at WABC Radio. My pleasure. You're the best. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.